The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 77, Monday, July 23rd, 2007. So this is episode 77 of The Paunch Stevenson Show, potentially. <laughs> you know, these, uh, these homeless guys down here in Newark, they don't even like, they, they stand there with a the cup, like when you stop at the red light. Yeah. What happened to the squeegee guys? You know, at least do something for me. Oh, they're too lazy. Clean my windshield or something. No, the cup. <laughs> they just want free money. But when I was in college down here, there, there used to be this one guy that would, you would stop, and this guy would, like, come around to the cars, like, singing. Oh, my God. Like, you know, like the ones on the subway sometimes? Yeah, was he good? No. <laughs> what would he sing? It was like, um, he, I don't know, he would sing like these like horrendous like disco songs. Yeah. It's terrible. He'd be like screaming like staying alive. So he was, so wait, he was a hobo. Come on. <laughs> he was a hobo. And yet he did not sing what Jimmy hobos usually no. sing. No. He was not singing Jimmy. No, no, first of all, those, that's a hobo. A hobo is on a train. <laughs> That's the definition of a hobo. Did you know that? What's my definition? Well, <laughs> you have to be... You're, if you're a bum on a train, not a subway train. Right. Like a freight train, then you can be a hobo. Hobos are nomads. Yeah. Like Genghis Khan. Gypsies. Right. Well, no, not gypsies. But then... Uh, no, he was not. He was like singing "Staying Alive," but he was like screaming. He was like, "Staying alive, staying alive." I'm just like, and I had that like old Ford Taurus where nothing worked. And I'd be like trying to roll up the windows, and it would take me like two minutes to roll the windows up. Like, get away! <laughs> Welcome to the porch. Stevenson Show. Actually, about two years ago, almost to the week, day, yeah, we uh, we started record we recorded our first session, basically of the show, <laughs> which was horrible. Oh my god, it was a mess. We were doing it in my basement. Well, the one we did in the basement. What the hell's all this? There's like freaking 900 things of graffiti. What is oh, this? It's a newer. 1981 again with all this graffiti? It's ridiculous. And then I was coming here. One of the the rail the uh, the uh, the railway bridges going you know going over the highway. The graffiti on there was like in like some kind of like Egyptian Sanskrit. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Not that you can read any of the normal graffiti anyway. I thought you were talking about when we did our first no. practice episode no. in the car and it Which came out never terrible. be released. Look, we didn't have the proper equipment. Well, plus, now we have the proper equipment. You you had the recording device. For some reason, you, like, clipped it onto the air conditioning vent on my car when I had the air conditioning on. And I went home and played it back and it was all just... Oh, God. It was all like that. 
this ass. Couldn't hear anything. And, um, and we were we were talking about stupid things anyway. Yeah. And we had people in the back seat <laughs> trying to talk to them. You can't hear them. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Oh man. Which is why we didn't release it. No it practice. Well, the but the other one was back in 2005, two years ago, and the reason I brought it up was today, the NASCAR uh, series, they're racing at the same race that that I was watching the day we were recording that, and my guy, Dale Earnhardt Jr., won the race, and that's why I was celebrating. Huh. What is it called? The what? The race. I don't know. It's like some Chicago 400 or something. Yeah. Chicago. Wasn't there one on the other day? It wasn't... Not the other day. The other week. It wasn't the Indy 500. It was some... It was like the... It was some brand name. Yeah, they all are. They all have sponsors. It was like the Pepsi 600 or oh, something like that. the 400. That was in Daytona. Yeah. Do they have the Indy 500 anymore? Yeah, that's back in May. Uh, Memorial Day. So they do a lot of races yeah, well, I mean, there's, you know, several, there's three, four major series running all the time. Well, how Every long, week, uh, on average, how long would you say it takes a typical racer to complete a 400-lap race? Yeah, I don't know, about three and a half hours. Depends on the track. Some tracks faster than others. And do they take breaks? No. Bathroom breaks? No. This they, is, just, they pee in the car? That is the dumbest. I can't stand those questions. Why? That is like the most neophyte question on racing. No. I don't watch auto racing. You've never, if you have ever been into a race or in a race car, no. trust me, there is no thought of ever having to go to the bathroom. Well, when I drive for three and a half hours, I usually have to stop at least once. Yeah, but you're doing 65, 70 miles an hour. These guys are doing 165, 170 miles an hour, even faster. Yeah, but it's still three and a half hours. Yeah, but you're working. You're working so intensely yeah. for for that long, and you're sweat. First of all, inside like a stock car, NASCAR, yeah. the temperature inside the car is like 120, 130 degrees. But they, how how expensive are those cars? It's like half a million dollars, and they don't have air conditioning. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's air conditioning to like the driver's helmet. But the more, you know, you don't want air conditioning. That drops power. Yeah. You don't want that. You want to, like, strip it down as much as possible. I mean, they can't hook up a little fan or something? Yeah, there's some fans, but still, I mean, the engine's giving off, like, 1,500 degrees. Yeah. It's very, like I said, I've actually driven, like, uh, like just, like, go-karts. And let me tell you, even in those, it, it's so intense you're concentrating you no other thought gets into your mind in fact uh shouldn't bring this up but uh, my friends and i were, was a few years ago we used to have a go-kart league oh yeah yes and since none of us owned a go-kart or raced any kind of a go-kart in any kind of amateur or professional s- situation we would have the races at like the go-kart like at the amusement park go-kart rides yeah and that usually did not go over well because here we would be trying to race these go-karts, which were like in all the, everywhere you go, there it's like in disrepair. You know, if they go to like Keensburg, the boardwalk, or Wildwood, 
or wherever you go, you know, it's an amusement park, so they don't really, like, take care of the things. Well, New Jersey. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're all falling apart, and so we're trying to race these things, and of course we're, like, crashing each other all over the place, and then, like, the the guys that work there are, like, on the, the Mac, you know, they're, like, on the loudspeaker. No bumping. There is no bumping. You know, we're giving him the middle finger and screaming and cursing at him, and we usually wind up getting thrown out after about half an hour. So I guess this is our video game episode. Last episode, 76, was our Transformers movie episode. This is our video game episode. Yeah. Oh, the place is open. Well... We're together in New Jersey, and we're going never, to... <laughs> no, never tell them where we are! Well, we have to tell them where we're going. Uh, Remember, we talked about this the, a while ago, that... Wherever, uh, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> no, we talked about, in, a, in an old episode a while ago, how we went to the video game store in Clifton, New Jersey, called Digit Press... Or Digital Press, is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, I think it's a digital. Digital Press. The website is digitpress.com. But, you know, they have some decent stuff, and they have a lot of the old games, which we're into. More so than the new games, so... Let's head on over there. No. Oh. Check out their selection. It's before the monsoon comes. <laughs> Anytime... Yeah, the, oh, wait, the forecast said thunderstorms, yeah. and it is sunny... And beautiful out, blue skies. Oh, I almost hit those birds. There isn't a single storm cloud in the sky. Anytime that you plan something for us or other people to do, it turns into like some kind of a weather nightmare. Except today. Yeah. Well, because I planned it, not you. <laughs> you you plan something, it turns into a weather nightmare. It is just the ultimate paunch luck. Yeah. Come on, these idiots. Well, anyway, the re- one of the reasons we're going there is because one of your friend's friend, the friend of a friend, was selling a Super Nintendo, right, an old Super Nintendo console with a bunch of games and controllers and all that, for a very low price. And so you bought it, and then I'm buying it from you, because I would like to have a Super Nintendo again. Mm. And... There was, there was actually some good games, but there were some very horrible games, too. So this place, uh, you know, we could go there and trade in the games and get some better ones and see what they have. But some of the games that the guy had, I had never even heard of before, like Street Combat. Awful. It was horrible. It was made by that company, IREM. Well, you know what it was? Uh, the guy, the kid is a lot younger than us by like six, seven years, so it's that's really like an old, a whole nother gaming generation. So whereas we probably stopped playing uh, or buying new uh, Super Nintendo or Genesis games of that era, we probably stopped like around 93, 94. The, you know, the younger kids kept going. And that was in that period of time there before the PlayStation and the Nintendo 64 where... 
you still had like the Genesis and then all these ridiculous add-ons to it. <laughs> the 32X and the CD and all that. And then you had the Saturn from Sega and the Nintendo as Super Nintendo. And you had those other horrible systems, the 3DO and the CDI. Jaguar. And the Jaguar. And it was, it was really strange because in that time, it was like everybody tried. Rather than like, you know, make a better you know, classic uh, animated game or, um, you know, whatever, because they just didn't have the technology to really go with the polygons with texture. They all went to digitized. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat style. Like everything. Everything was digitized. Well, that one of the games we were just playing that that guy had was um, Batman Forever. Oh, for the Super Nintendo. Oh, boy. And I'd never played that before. I, I had the game Batman Return yes. when I was young. Yes. Which We're, I really liked. Yes, which was a more classic uh, Super Nintendo game where it was just classic, like, you know, animated sprites on the screen. Yeah, it was all drawn by hand. So, so we put on Batman Forever, and it was completely identical to, to Mortal Kombat except it was like the Mortal Kombat characters, but in a Batman suit. <laughs> and it was the same exact animation, same yeah. exact moves. And we're playing it for about 10 minutes and we could not get past the second screen. There was no way to get past the second screen. It was just awful. So, trading that in, that game Street Combat, Ugh. which was supposed to be like a Street Fighter II imitation, oh, except it was completely unplayable and generic. The graphics were horrible. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else do I have in this bag? Your all-time favorite, Pit Fighter. Oh. Now, I hadn't played that game in several years. Yeah. And I remember it being one of the one of the worst games ever created. It, it is. The arcade game was actually pretty good. Right. And impressive. And it looked good. You could control it. Well, it was made by Atari, and well, then co this company called THQ, Toy Headquarters, made a version for Super Nintendo and Genesis, and I don't know what they did, but it was it was a mess. THQ is possibly one of the worst game uh, uh, makers, publishers of all time. They're just terrible. So yeah, Pit Fighters in here, Primal Rage. Oh, another uh, digitized disaster. Double Dragon 5. Oh, God. Yeah, some really bad ones. So we'll see. Maybe I'll get a decent amount of money for these things, and then I can pick out some other games at the store that are a little bit better. Yeah. I would like to get Super Castlevania 4 oh, again. they won't have that there. Maybe Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. No, they won't have Maybe Donkey Kong Country 2. No, definitely won't have that. Maybe Batman Returns. No. Your best bet for that is eBay. Yeah. Bay, 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 or what bay, else? Bay. Did I? I used to have Pilot Wings. That was good. F Zero. Did you have Star Fox? Um, I did not. I never liked it. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I liked Star Fox sixty four. That was that was really good. You also had F Zero. Yeah, yeah. F Zero was good. Um, and there were a couple. I, I never really got that into the role playing games, yeah. the RPGs. Well, that was a big. That was a big, uh, big thing with the Super Nintendo. 
But one of them that I really actually ended up liking was one called Earthbat. Mm. Which I could get off Amazon.com probably for about $50. What? Oh my god. Yeah, well, it's very popular. Uh. And it was done in a very cartoony style. Wasn't it like the Super Mario RPG? Isn't that worth like $80? $90? Nah, nah, you could get that on Amazon for about 40 35 40 But that, yeah, that, that was another good one. Um, Chrono Trigger was good. about Super Punch-Out? I never really got into that one. I, I like that guy. I still have it. I Super re- Mario Kart. Well, one of my favorite games was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out yes. for the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. And I played it to death. I beat it. I beat Mike Tyson. No, I actually beat him. There was one summer where I spent the entire Wait. summer in front of the TV but did you beat, non-stop. You beat Mike Tyson, but did you beat Special Circuit Mike Tyson? There is no special circuit. Yes, there is. What? The spe- there was the no. the minor major uh, no, world just... circuit or whatever. That was Mike Tyson, and then there was the special circuit. After you beat Tyson, you went into the special circuit. It started with King Hippo. What? Yes, no, and there was no. a code for it. Oh uh, no, 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 no! Well, then you know, I started game. from Glass Joe, and I beat all the boxers, and uh, I beat you Mike Tyson. Beat everything. Yeah, no, but that was one of my favorite games. Still, is it's really? Right. It's like one of the best boxing video games ever made. We've talked about that. Yes. For some reason, I just never ended up getting into Super Punch Out. I played it a ton. I loved the game. Great and I'm game. not saying it's bad. I just never had that much experience with it. Yeah. And what about Super Mario Kart? Um. I always liked the original F-Zero better. What? At the time, like when Super Mario Kart came out, yeah. it was fun, and I enjoyed it. But I would always go back home, like I would play Super Mario Kart at your house, yeah. and then I would always go back home and and play F-Zero. I just got into it more. Well, it, seemed, it seemed more exciting. I remember Super Mario Kart, the Toys R Us, uh, on Route 46 up there had... Uh, had Super Mario Kart. They had it on display for like three years. <laughs> yeah. I used to go there all the time and play it. And I would just wait for like other kids to show up and just like thrash them in the game. Well, Super Mario Kart was good because it had two players. Yeah. And it had the battle mode and everything. But I did play um, Mario Kart 64 very, yeah. very much. Oh, everybody played I that. I got into that and... Uh, and then for the GameCube Mario Kart Double Dash. Mm. That was a good one. What other Super Nintendo games do you have? Well, what other games do I have? Uh, oh, you know what I used to have that was actually very good? Yeah. Now, on the old Nintendo Entertainment System, one of the companies that made games was Data East. Yeah. And their games were a complete pointless, useless waste of money. They Wasn't that double... Didn't they make Double Dragon? No. no. They made Kid Nicky the Radical Ninja uh. and Ring King and Karate Champ, which was unplayable. Uh. All these terrible games. Karnov, unplayable. Then, for some reason, on the Super Nintendo, one of their first games was a game called Joe and Mac. Yeah, yeah. Which was based on arcade game Joe and Mac, the Caveman Ninjas. Yeah. That was a very good game on Super Nintendo. 
the graphics were really, really good. The music was really good. Yeah. Uh, I was able to control the characters. So that's a game that I would like to see if this store has. Very unlikely. <laughs> uh, what about... Um, what else is there? What else do I have? I used to have that NCAA basketball game. Yeah, I had that too when it first when I first got to Super Nintendo and I really liked it. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. I just didn't like it. it was I beat that too. I beat the whole touring. Too slow. It was one of the first three D sports games that right. was actually playable. Alright. So where'd you get for that? I traded in all those games, I got fifteen dollars store credit. And I traded it in for Super Castlevania 4. No, they actually had a pretty good selection for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Actually, their Super Nintendo selection was better than their Nintendo selection. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like with anything else. You know, the popular games, you're going to sell them. You know, yeah. and, and people are coming and trading like these ancient games. So, like, the stinky games are just going to sit there and pile up. <laughs> they actually had several of the original The Legend of Zelda gold <laughs> cartridges. Right. Yeah, but... Which is kind of that cool. thing. The, I mean, that game right there is so widespread that yeah, everybody has. It's still cool, though. All I can say is this better be Rad Racer in here. <laughs> yeah, the last time I was here, I bought Rush and Attack for Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. And what was it $5, I think? And I got it home and I put it in. And I guess someone, whoever I traded in the game, I have no idea, must have taken one of those special screwdrivers and opened up the cartridge. Yeah, I have those. And switched the inside chip with a different mm. game, Bad mm. Dudes. Yeah. Which is not that good. <laughs> nope. So I get it home, and I put in the Rush and Attack cartridge. Yeah. And I turn it on, and it's Bad Dudes. So we'll That's see. If, yeah, that, that is bad. So we'll see if my Super Castlevania 4 is actually... Oh, nice. Super Castlevania 4. And not, you know, Bill Lambeer's combat <laughs> basketball. <laughs> or another pit fighter. Oh. Yeah, and you traded in original baseball. <laughs> right, that very first baseball game? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For the uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And how much did they give you for it? Uh, supposedly a quarter. <laughs> and, and I saw a couple copies of that game sitting on the shelf. They're charging six dollars. <laughs> I think you misread that. No, are you was, sure it wasn't sixty cents? It was five ninety nine. Oh come on! <laughs> so Who they would give, pay five ninety nine for that garbage. I don't know, but they give you a quarter for it and then sell it for five ninety nine. Oh man, was that eight thousand percent profit? <laughs> that's that's getting into like Funko Land territory there. <laughs> 
we were just talking about the Star, the old Star Wars computer games, the Dark Forces. Yeah, Lucas Arts. Yeah, which were like along the lines of Doom or Quake. Those right? were yes, but they also had space simulators and yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, digitized uh, games and all that. Right. Um, but that reminded me because you brought up, you said it was like Quake. That reminded me because <laughs> I used to work at a video game store. And this computer game came out. It was a Kiss video game. Ah! I don't know if you remember that. Not from now. It was called Kiss Psycho Circus. <laughs> and it came in four different boxes. What? Because each box uh, had a different God. band member's oh, face on it. Man. And it was supposed to be collector's edition. Oh, uh, no. Kiss. Like one box that had... Gene Simmons, man. He cash in on anything. Yeah, one box had Gene Simmons. One box had Ace Freely and, you know, the other guys. And there were people, right? We got this game in. We put it on the shelves. And I thought it was the most ridiculous thing. Most ridiculous idea. No one's going to buy this thing. Right? We had people lining up. Of course. Kiss. Not only buying the game, buying all four copies of the game and Uh, an extra copy of the game to actually open up and play. Of course. Oh, man. People are out of their minds. That's like, but I could see you doing that like if there's four cereal boxes. (laughs) At least the cereal only costs like two, three dollars (laughs) each. How much was the game? Uh, like forty dollars. Oh man! So it's like two hundred dollars on Kiss games, which probably stunk. Yeah, it was like Quake. Was yeah. Kiss even in it? No. Well, here's the thing, right? It reminded me of that because the games were exactly like Quake, mm. which means that you don't even see the character; you just see the gun. Ah! Oh. So what point is that? <laughs> And what do you have to shoot in this game as Kiss? Uh, like clowns and stuff. Because oh, <laughs> you were at a circus. <laughs> killing everybody. Uh. <laughs> Alright, so we're on the computer. And we went to ebay.com to look something up. Yeah. And on the homepage of ebay.com is an advertisement for some Transformers auctions. I guess they're auctioning off props from the movie. Yeah, so um, going from the lowest, <laughs> they have a license plate, fake license plate from all the different Transformer vehicles. They're going for like $150, $200 with like three days left. And one of them is Ironhide's license plate, Ratchet's license plate. Whoever it is, who cares? $200? Look at this. $200 for a piece of paper. $250 for the piece of paper of Sam's family tree. <laughs> and that's God, with three days. It still has three days to go. Movie props. Look, 32 bids, 27 bids. This is ridiculous. Peter Cullen signed poster, $400. Oh, the glasses. The glasses, $3,000. What is, oh my god. Ugh. The, the miniature disco ball that was in Bumblebee. $3,600. This might be the only, like, legitimate deal is the uh, 77 Camaro that was <laughs> the first, uh, Bumblebee version, $30,000. I mean, at least it's a car. Right. Look, oh, this is, <laughs> here we the go. The all spark cube 
is with three days to go still, 147 bids, $40,000. Why? It's just just a little cube. I'm telling you, it's probably like wood or cardboard painted. Oh, my God. Why would, first of all, why would anybody even want that? It doesn't do anything. No. People are going to walk into your house like, hey, what's that cube over there? Oh, yeah, I paid $41,000 for it. Isn't it cool? Like, oh, oh, yeah, what does it do? It doesn't do anything. Isn't it cool? That is terrible. Oh, well. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention? Paula Abdul has her own reality show called Hey Paula. What happened to American Idol? No, well, she still does that. No. Well, the, the, the season's over, but... So there's a Paula Abdul reality show. There's a Gene Simmons reality show. And Andrew Dice Clay. And now there's going to be a Victoria Beckham reality show. So it's like, you know how it used to be that celebrities would just vanish, their careers were over, they'd vanish, they'd disappear, never hear from them again. No, now with all these reality shows, all of these washed up, vanished celebrities still have a career. I think what, what happens is these people are so washed up they have so little shame that they have nothing to lose. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, and I forgot about this one. Scott Bayo has his own reality show. Oh, no. And they have to find someone for him to marry. <laughs> oh, man. So he has to go out on all these dates. Oh, they dates just call it Willie Ames. Is Willie Ames on it? <laughs> he should be. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I hey, know. Charles, it's me, buddy. Oh, What's hey. the number for 911? 